How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. And you're probably cruising down the highway, come back from the cottage. This is perfect for you as Monday approaches. Um, good time to be listening to some comedy. This show explores the world of comedy and everything to do with it. I'm still coming off the high of Just for Laughs that happened a week ago. It was insane. It was a comic buffet. Um, I don't even know. Dean Young was with me. Dean, yeah. welcome. For part of the time. Are we after you puked? What a way to spend. I got Jeff yeah. Up. I got food poisoning. I messed up my back, and yeah. then uh, I had a good like four days. And then I what I did was I I missed a train, so I had to come back to Toronto. Yeah. And I just had to take the weekend off of looking at anyone's Disaster. Facebook because it was too sad. It was. was you too know much what? Fun. The Facebook Live. I love Facebook Live because a lot of my friends who watched it felt like they were at the party. And if you haven't seen it, go on Inside Jokes on um, Facebook, yeah. and you could relive the moments, the drunken stupor as to which I was in, and um, the people I ran into as I walked through the bar, being uh, Clayton Peters and Russell Peters, and I walked by, and then there was Tom Green, and then, you know, just watch it, and you'll see the people as we're going along. The people who watched it were commenting, like, they felt like they were at the party. Yeah. And that's the joy of, like, what we have with social media now, which was so much fun. Well, they had that Facebook Live booth, booth. set up this year, right? Yeah, so fantastic. Got, yeah, that was fun. Check out our Greg Proops uh, interview. Uh, the, mo- the I had just seen Greg Proops uh, with Lewis Black. They did a big uh, part of the conference in the right. day as Comedy Pro. So then I'm sitting with Dean in the Hyatt Bar, and it's in the day, and we we're interviewing Vic Cohen, you were, yeah. which was part of the Howie Mandel documentary yeah. called Committed about this comic struggling for 14 years. And uh, I look up, and there's Greg Proops. I'm like, oh! I know we should know that. Who's that guy, Dean? <laughs> yeah. so, which is what I did for four days straight. Like, I mean, I know who they are. I just kind of don't. And he was gracious enough to give us an interview. Um, you don't always remember the names. I know. Our guest, uh, know Nick Lutzi, knows that today. Because <laughs> I call them Nick. Phil. He looks like a Phil I like, Nick. I like I think Nick. it's because he looked. You could be one, yeah. like Wait, Phil Lutzi, Sandra Battellini. Battellini. Can I say the Italian? Kind yeah, of, or no? And then Brian O'Gorman. Yes, ma'am. That's Italian, too. I was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pronouncing that. O'Gorman. O'Gorman. Yeah, my mom turns everything into an Italian. Even yeah. like Sheldon, a Jewish name would be Sheldon. <laughs> I know him. Mr. Chang. Yeah. <laughs> Chang. Yeah, the left side of the room today is all munja cake. Yes. Munji to the left. Brian's comedic style is like oh, writing, God. physicality, and character work. Um, I think you guys pulled a bio from like 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I screw up every single bio. I'm just going to tell you right now. So this is a lie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you've been on Much Music, The Comedy Network, MTV, The Toronto Star, and Now Magazine. And um, <laughs> iChannel. iChannel? Is that any good? Uh, it's, I don't know where it is. Okay. We've been on it, but I don't know what it is. All right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Welcome, Brian. Fun. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic. Awesome, yeah. I'm so happy I got your name uh, Nick Lucy, or you could call him Phil. Yeah, AKA. Total cool tool. I'm so sorry, so rude. No your stand up host and writer, uh, recognized for your physical comedy and character invention with your partner here, Sandra Battellini. We're going to talk about that partnership. Um, you've directed solo shows for Precious Chong, the daughter of Tommy Chong, who's here in Toronto. Nobody knows that, right? Oh, yeah. 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 And like, holy list of stuff. Um, your show, Classy Lady, with starring Sandra here. 
2013 Canadian Comedy Award winner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, pump it. You guys write and host <laughs> the Sal and Sandy show and Family Slides. I love that. Yeah. Uh, ABC miniseries The Path to 911 opposite Harvey Keitel. Holy crap. There's a lot of stuff here. <laughs> what? Just highlight. I, if I keep going, I always overbio it. So what, what, what are you most proud of, Phil? I'm most proud of the live comedy shows I do with Sandra and the stand-up, the stuff we're writing. Yeah. Yeah, and Phil Phil was actually created a a musical called Nine Eleven Eleven. So it's all yeah, yeah. So right? you you guys and you have a podcast. Uh, not even sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes wrong bio. It's okay. I thought it was on the talk hold. It is. We it have is. a couple of, of them the on there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what would they be called? They had one the pump cast, and then there was one called rehearsals. And what was it about? Rehearsals was basically just us rehearsing for I our sh- upcoming shows with our uh, That's musical brilliant. director. Director, yeah, we did three of them. And then we're like, That's <laughs> enough. Okay, it, the P yeah. word song was my favorite. That episode. Oh yeah, yeah. we have a lot of P word songs. You do, yeah. I love that. Sandra Bettolini, award-winning stand-up comic, actor, writer, director. The talent on this woman is so admirable. I'm going to tell you right now. That's not even in the bio. I wrote that myself. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Canadian Comedy Award winner. I love watching you. You're such. Uh, such polish on your work. I think that's what I like most. And um, things like uh, another Canadian Comedy Award 2007, The Upside Down Widow. Oh, 2005 Chicago Improv Festival. Right. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> that's not a show. That's just me saying holy crap. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm very impressed. Welcome to all three of you. Thanks oh, for coming to the show. Okay. <laughs> that was some uh, in-depth intros. Did you like yeah. that? I, I like that's how you, you got everybody's got to know who we're talking about. Yeah. Well, yeah and they exactly. all have like a phone book worth of stuff. Yeah. Um, so Phil and Sandra, you guys are quite quite the duo. I think once you, in terms of duos, when you connect with someone chemistry-wise, you just got to stick to it. Yeah. And do you do solo shows as much or is it Phil writing for you, Sandra? What What works best? What's going on? Well, we do stand up like we perform solo and then uh for maybe like 7 or 8 years we've been working creating stuff together. So, we did a a show called The Sal and Sandy Show for like 6 years mm-hmm. and it was basically like it was char- we were in character and it mm-hmm. was like Sal Phil's character was the owner and operator of Toronto's largest non-union talent agency. <laughs> and Sandy Friganelli was his star client and receptionist. And then the show was a showcase <laughs> of our roster. And it was so ridiculous. You should have them on your show. Yeah. You know oh, what? Yeah. That would be hilarious. They talk like this. It's very schmaltzy. Like, oh, hey, Sal. Do you know oh, what? hey, Sandy. How my, are you? My ex-husband <laughs> is uh, the, one of the bigger non-union voiceover guys in Toronto. Okay. So I think that's very funny. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that touches home. And that's yeah, more funny. Yeah, we're looking to start a voiceover branch of our agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, it. do it. Just great voices. Yeah. Okay, you guys, the three of you, uh, Brian O'Gorman included, Phil Luzzi, Sandra Bettolini, all three of you are fixtures on the pot comedy scene. We are. 420 yeah. friendly venues. Uh, Sorry, here's mom. here's a stretch. I know Leslie, okay, no, Leslie Stahl asked these questions on 60 Minutes. It's mm-hmm. these questions that are going to get me journalistic awards. Hit it. But what is the connection with pot and comedy? Go. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. you, first, you're relaxing. Laughing is the number one thing to do when you're high, right? Sip yes. 
and potheads are comedy connoisseurs. And everyone's like, oh, it must be so easy to make people laugh in yes. a pot room. And I'm like, it's 10 times harder because yeah. they've seen every comedy really? movie and It's show. harder to make a stone person laugh? Yes. Yeah, you try waking up a stone person who just lost interest because your last joke sucked. You yeah, know they, I mean? they very yeah. rarely really? they, yeah, yeah. They, very, they rarely laugh. They more just nod their head and smile. Approval. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's different. Yeah. There's different Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, I, the fact that you've kept your show at Vapor Central and rocked it for all I actually, I don't, I don't have that show anymore. It's I, dead. I, I quit that show. Yeah. But I mean that, that you had it for those years. Ten like, years, yeah. I had it for a wow. decade, man. Yeah. It was, okay, you uh, know what? Sorry, Brian, go. Oh, sorry. It no. was, uh, yeah. It was, he uh, forgot because he's stoned. No. I was interviewing Seth Rogen on the red carpet and I could smell the weed on his mouth, which was oh. fantastic. It was for the premiere of his movie, The Sausage Party, um, who this media person thought she would Google it right before she went on the red carpet. And then I saw The Sausage Party, which of course was about a hundred gay men posing naked on my screen. <laughs> Because that's not their website for the movie. Uh-huh. Right? Don't Google the sausage party, people, unless okay. you want to. Unless you, <laughs> Phil, you can. Yeah. We can. There's nothing wrong I with mean, that. I mean, whatever. There's a Do sausage it here party in my hands every day. Welcome back from the cottage. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, we'll talk more about that because I asked Seth Rogen, of course, when you do a movie, The Sausage Party, there, what level of stoning was going on? Like, you, they're high. You must have been super stoned to come yeah, up with that. Yeah, that trailer actually blew my mind. I had you have to, to, I yeah. didn't really know I didn't, what I was watching. I thought it wasn't. It comes out yeah. August 12th. So we'll, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why. you'll, Stay you'll tuned. The stoners, you'll love it. I'm so happy to have Sandra Petalini, Nick, Phil Luzzi, and Brian O'Gorman here in studio and Dean Young on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, this is Inside Jokes. I'm Jeremy Hotz. It's not my show. It's Cruiser's show, and it's on Talk Radio AM 640, which you know because you're listening. We're back yeah. with the pot comedy crew. I'm not going to label you that because you're so much more than that. We're, <laughs> no. we're just asking compelling. Like, 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 what, like 10% the. of the shows that we do? Yeah. 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 These drug addicts we have in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> just different drugs. Like, I'm, you're more of a Xanax lady? or. <laughs> Well, it's because, yeah, you know what? I like my prescription stuff myself. (laughs) A lot of my clients do. I'm open to all of you, right? And so um, the reason we're talking right now, Pot and Comedy, with Sandra Bettolini, um, Phil Luzzi, and Brian O'Gorman, even though that does not represent a large part of your work, but uh, because I've just saw Seth Rogen and was speaking to his people uh, who created the movie The Sausage Party coming out in theaters mid-August. When you see a film like that, you're always wondering what level of stoning, like stoned were they? Because it's such a out there when I watch the movie. And when you're watching it, you're laughing the whole time, might I add. And I got to watch the movie sitting beside Judd Apatow and Seth Rogen. And they were just laughing at their... Seth was laughing at his own stuff because he re- probably remembers at the moment that he was really high coming up with that yeah. character. Yeah. Like, 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 I mean, sometimes I think, yeah, people are sober when, when you think they're high, but that stuff, when you make a movie like Sausage Party, like, I mean, there's, 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 there's a good, room for a good three smoking. ounces in, the, for, in every page, I'd say. You know? Yeah. yeah. So are, are you doing, like, I know Mike Rita does his Stoner Sundays. Are you guys all doing 420 uh, shows at all? Well, yeah. we hosted Sound Sandy at the underground cafe and social club which pretty much like that's the only room in the city that's a comedy room where you happen to smoke weed so the other rooms are like they're comedy they're uh, spot lounges where comedy happens but 
And so for me anyways, I think, yeah. and for a lot of comics, the underground really is like such an amazing place to do comedy. And people there, even though they're high, they're the biggest laughers, I feel like, in in that world. In that scene, yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. And like all the American, I mean, it's legendary in the, it, with American comics because they literally, they'll do that, they'll come and headline that room for a week, weekend or whatever. Do they not have stoner rooms in uh, U.S.? There's Legally, a few of them. Yeah. There's a few of them, but it's weird because like our, we had a, a loophole in the law in Toronto that basically stated that like it was illegal to smoke tobacco inside, but there was no law against smoking marijuana or even or vaping. crack. Yeah. Hy- hypothetically, you could have a crack smoking lounge and they couldn't charge <laughs> you for anything oh, if you were the person like who the owned studio. it. Well, yeah. like if, if I charged you five bucks to come in and you brought your own crack or whatever, they could only arrest the guy wow. who's got the crack. But they recently recently changed that law about like the vaporizing and the weed smoke so I don't know they might shut them down now because that new law is only um, is so six scary. months old but they yeah. started there was there was uh, the underground was the original one and then Hotbox and now there's seven or eight of them yeah. and yes. they've all got comedy shows yeah. and uh, I don't know I don't know what's going to happen they just put that law in because they're like uh, oh you know they're making it the same as tobacco you can't smoke pot within you know 12 meters of the front of a building all that stuff Yes. so I'm not sure if it's good if they're going to get through it but it we'll would see. be yeah that would be I mean underground especially it's such a huge linchpin in the Toronto stand-up scene. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a fantastic place. It's a home for a lot of comics. I mean, yes. Well, Phil and Sandra, they're constantly, I'm there quite a bit. But so, yeah, there's a bunch of these, like Vape on the Lake is another one where there's a yeah. series of shows that happen there. Yeah, this Let's, scene, this pod comedy scene show. is unique to Toronto and mm-hmm. the world. Is it? Is it? That's Absolutely. what I wanted to know. And I think it's like, I know, it, I, I, the, the community, like the activists are really fighting to keep that stuff Mm-hmm. you know going so we'll see what happens yeah but it would be if they shut it down it would just be gross yeah there's sad. a great uh there's a guy called uh, he dresses up as a giant weed uh a bong. he's called herb oh we got bong man they've got to be friends uh, he's gavin, been to our show <laughs> gavin <laughs> dresses as herb and he got to be on uh, he went to dave Chappelle's show at the danforth music hall oh, nice. a few oh, months wow. ago and he put him on stage no oh, yes. is that beautiful i know so he's trying to make a go i think he was in some of the parades on 420 and dave tried to smoke him or something so um so just performing for i i performing for a high audience you're saying is more difficult because why they just don't respond the same way so if like yeah. it's a different drug than alcohol generally if you're in front of a comedy audience they're they're a little drunk you know mm-hmm. so they're a little loud boisterous you know they're, they're mm-hmm. feeling good but it, a lot of people get very introverted when they're uh, smoking pot so they'll go yeah. and they'll laugh they'll like it Kevin, but get just... on mic. what were you saying before you're agreeing with us you're saying what as yeah, an audience well, member when you're drinking you're kind of loose but when you're stoned you're just sitting there with eyes glued to the comic, <laughs> yeah. moving, mouth open, maybe some drool coming out of your mouth. And there's a no, delay, your right? Trying. Because you're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've all done that on stage too, where you're just like. But the yeah. thing, the thing at the at the underground is that it's more of a um, sophisticated pot audience like pe- veteran pot smokers because sometimes at vapor central some of the other places they're like 19 year old people kids yeah. who are just they're like i just comas. started yeah, yeah. I just started smoking. underground has like this sort of loose laid back warm air about it where you're just you're, we're playing jazz man you know but yeah. i yeah. think and i think for comics like i love go, uh, not, not just the underground but i love the underground especially but it is just such a nice change of pace mm-hmm. once you get used to that world because yeah the audiences do respond where is differently it? where's the underground underground's here in toronto it's in leslieville queen and broadview okay. Queen's okay. Queen's yeah. i'm saying that, I'm there you tonight. said that's an upscale one sandra that's a different crowd it's not like wear your sunday best upscale it's more no, like no. sophisticated like connoisseur yeah connoisseur 
yeah, it's just a very warm. It's a, it, and it's a comedy crowd, and it's it's yes. a nice change of tone and a nice yes. change of scenery from you're in bars and clubs all the time, right? The reason I say that is because I think when people think of stoners or people who like to smoke pot, we always think of like uh, you know hipsters and all that stuff but there's <laughs> I know lawyers who love their everybody pot everybody smokes pot Doctor, I know everybody. I knew so lawyers many... who do coke in the bathroom on lunchtime yeah. there you go yeah. <laughs> like everybody I mean, I love this Bill... law firm everybody's been saying everybody's been saying that uh, Bill Clinton's high was high during the whole DMC. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. for oh, sure. With the balloons, eh? It's not <laughs> yeah. a stretch. Yeah. But, you know, and so I, you know, I'm not promoting it by all means no. on behalf of Chorus Entertainment. I'm I just, am. we're talking about yeah. the scene. <laughs> You're an independent. I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah. an independent person. It's just a part of the scene. <laughs> and I'm promoting the it's hell part out of, the of it scene. Right now. And I think yeah. it's nice for people who like to smoke pot to go to a place like that and be able to enjoy uh, live comedy or entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it in a movie theater. And you know what happened a lot of times, like when we first started, it was a lot of like uh, cancer patients, AIDS patients, people mm, that are like yeah. legitimate uh, medical mm-hmm. exemptees. They can't go out to bars and have a drink right. like that, you know? Yes. They can't do the same things that yes. other people. So that gave them a, okay. a social uh, social place to hang out. Yeah. We'll talk more with that uh, with our guests, Sandra Battellini, Phil Luzzi, and Brian O'Gorman, along with Dean Young and Mike Hubbs. Santa Carusi on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio AM 640. This is K. Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Hakeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. Hey, thanks for joining us on your ride home from the cottage. And Monday, as you kind of get into the mode, this is a great thing to do is listen to comedy on Inside Jokes. I'm Sandra Carusi, and we are talking with Sandra Bettolini, uh, Phil Luzzi, and Brian O'Gorman. Sandra, you wrote a letter to the Prime Minister of Canada. I did. Justin, the true, true doe. Yeah. What did you say? Uh, basically, it was sort of like, um, basically I was saying this, that in this country, it seems as though stand-up isn't respected. And there, like, we, we don't, stand-up comics don't get grants, so you can't apply to a Canada Arts Council or Arts Council grant. Mm-hmm. There doesn't, you know, you get to a certain point in your career and there's no place to really showcase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're lucky. We got the United States, like, we can go down there. But then mm-hmm. when we want to go down to the States... We have to apply for visas and green cards that cost like upwards of five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars, and it's not. It, it was basically asking the prime minister for reciprocity because American comics come here and don't have to do right. any of that. So why is it like this? You know what I mean? Like, and also we have this great culture of comedy in this country. These really, you know, it's just really amazing comics that go down to the states and all of a sudden become melted into that mm-hmm. culture. And why are we having a, such a hard time to move? It's almost as though we're prisoners in our own country because yes. you can't. Like when we want to leave, yeah, you can leave, but then you got to pay all this money, and it's it's not cool, man. It's yeah. got to change because there's no reason for it. it doesn't make yes. any sense. So I and really want to change it. We yeah. hear about the good for you, Sandra. Nice. I'm proud of you for actually taking action. I hear about this yeah. absolutely, right? Studio yeah, prop. baby, this Doing is Oprah. It. Yes, like, round of applause. Canada Arts Council. I text like I t- I texted out to the Heritage Minister. Tweeted, Canada, tweeted. yeah, tw- tweeted. <laughs> text, texted yeah, them. Text okay. nine zero two one zero. I dialed <laughs> the office. <laughs> and, the Can- <laughs> and the Canada Arts Council. They tweeted back and they said your letter has this thinking and talking and thinking again. <gasps> call us. So I call them. I talk to the woman and she kind of didn't really read the letter. And I'm like, listen, if you need time to read my letter, read it and call me back. 
And then I was like, basically, I want to know why you guys don't fund comedy. Why don't you fund stand up? And she's yeah. like, well, we do fund stand up if you uh, no, we do fund comedy if you define yourself as a theater artist. And I'm like, stand up is theater. Yeah. It is the most raw and intimate theater right. there is. Right. And she's like, that's really interesting. And it's not even just about like, oh, we want more government money. It's like the whole industry needs private money mm-hmm. to 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 raise it up. But like, yeah. why can't we just move freely? We have a free trade agreement with the United States. It's just another audience. It's more work mm-hmm. to be had. So why does it like? Why is it like this? This is so. And- I think I'll tell you, Sandra. Right now, just based on the woman you talked to, I think it's just not knowing. So they don't know, and it's probably because comics are too busy complaining, but don't actually do something. You're the only one so far, and the reason I do this show as a platform to create or have some kind of star system in this country. There's nothing on terrestrial radio like this, probably because this is far too entertaining to be on terrestrial radio. (laughs) Usually it's on satellite or something of such. Say hi to the tour. And um, so... So I th- I'm very proud of you, and I think as comics, and I'm I th- single. I think I'm I want to leave. Yeah, they're 12, Dean. Just okay. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. That's you know already it's older than your usual fare. Come on in, Julie. Bring them in. I think just um, giving them a taste. I think, yeah. You know what? I'll lead the charge, Sandra. Yeah. I'll lead the charge. I'm going to help with this. I want. Yeah, I have please. the voice with oh, this radio station. Uh, tell me uh, who you contacted, and we're we're going to get them here. We're going to get them in studio. We're going to yes. talk to them from Justin the Canadian Arts Council. And maybe my local MP, who I went to university with. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, yes, yes. And it's please. twofold, too. Like Sandra's yeah. saying, like, there is that weird catch-22 of, like, why can't we freely move there? But it is also about What's putting some here? investment into here. Because yeah. why is comedy our biggest export, but we yeah. don't care about it here? Where it exists. Yeah. It's insane. It's, yeah. si- it's actually sick. There's something really sick about it. Our main comedy festivals... They get they have all this money from the taxpayers and yes. they bring American and British yes. comics, yeah. which is beautiful because it's a festival. And then we don't get any rec- like the Canadian comics because are like the second bill. It's like Canadian yeah. comics yeah. also don't get a lot of money relative to what the Americans exactly. are getting. Exactly. Not at all. Oh, yeah. my God. Here's, the here's forty bucks for a <laughs> yeah. show, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I, I, I just insured I'm never going to be on JFL again. But, yeah. <laughs> Brian O'Gorman. Brian truth, O'Gorman man. did not <laughs> say that. Um, the reason, though, just from a business person, I'm going to say from a business side of things, guys, they want to get traffic. I'm not defending JFL. I'm saying... They're more high profile. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's international. Listen, it gets over a million people. It actually is good for the Canadian talent that does get there because you're in front of people who wouldn't normally be there if you didn't have Kevin Hart bringing them there. Yeah. I agree. I agree agree with you. They have better publicists. They make a bigger deal. And it's about being in front of the industry, like homegrown. That's those comics' chance to be in front of all of these bookers and stuff who aren't normally here. Yeah. And also, like, but if it was easier for us to move through, we would be in front of these people way quicker. Absolutely. Way more fluid. Okay, we're going to talk about that because I'm going right, to do something about Absolutely. this. Absolutely. This is Santa Carusi on Inside Jokes Pum. with a really good, meaty conversation. <laughs> Sandra Battellini, I'm very proud of you for actually doing something. I just about felt something. it in my heart. Oh, you Canada. should. Phil Luzzi, <laughs> Brian O'Gorman. Sandra Battellini. <laughs> Brian O'Gorman. I'm Santa Carusi on Inside Jukes. 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 Jew jokes. Jew jokes. Jew jokes. On AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. Santa Carusi on Talk Radio Sorry, AM 640, Inside Jokes. So happy to have Sandra Battellini and Nick Luzzi, uh, sorry, <laughs> Phil Luzzi, finally. That's okay, Rhonda. I'm gonna stop that. It's okay, I know, good for you. Way to throw Rhonda, it at me. Rhonda, I thought you were gonna say Roz. And Brian Carusi. Brian O'Gorman, uh-huh. O'Gorman, and O'Gorman. Uh, along with Dean Young, 
and my boys, Tevin and Tom. We are talking before the break. Sandra did a bold and great move to contact the Canadian Arts Council. Yes. And who else did you speak to along the way? Well, I mean, I started out with tweeting. I tweeted out to Justin Trudeau, to the CBC, mm-hmm. to Melanie Jolie, the Heritage Minister, because in, in the course of the ne- next several months, she's meeting with a lot of sort of content producers, like mm-hmm. I think even Chorus, like all the big people who are creating content in the country. And they're trying to figure out, like, how do we put Canada on the leading edge of this digital economy, like in terms of content creation and how do we just, you know, move to that place? So I thought she would be a, a great person to contact on the recommendation of another comedian named Danny Mandelow, who's also whose mission is also to really prop up Canadian comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a big part of it, I think, is a responsibility of the media um, because that's how you have a platform. That's really, truly, the, the difference between the U.S. and Canada is the amount of media outlets exactly. that promote comedy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So and the this, other. Yeah. Sorry. No, you go. No. And the other thing that it was like sort of a couple of points I made in the letter. But one of them was it became really apparent to me. It was something I never noticed during the last election. How comedians are campaigning. Like I told Justin, I'm like, I don't know if you know this, but comedians were campaigning for you. Yes. While you were on the campaign trail. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they do this all the time. Yeah. And in between. Big elections, supporters. And so it's like it's the best grassroots campaign. It. Comedy is actually, we engage people politically right. the most, really, if you think about it, without, like, oh, I'm from the Liberal Party, do you want to join? And people are like, mm, I don't know, does yes. that mean I have to, like, give Brilliantly up? said, Sandra Bettelini. Well, remember those, yeah. we did that whole series with um, Derek Forge from MTV, where yeah. it was, like, the videos of, of for Trudeau. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Hang on, yeah. I, want you to, I want you to tweet me at Cruiser Comedy or at Inside Joke 640 about this. I want you to, let's have a dialogue going. Cassandra, what you had to say there, what people like to talk about comedians is this Mike Ward story and the bad stuff and we go about Human Rights Tribunal. How about when comedians who have an ear, who have an ear, who push for Trudeau and silently campaign and comedians have huge social media followings, a tremendous amount of power of the spoken word. And I know this being in radio for 25 years, uh, comedians have that power. When you're on stage, you know, they, they charge us or find the Mike Wards of the world to have that power, but you don't give us power for doing good things. Yeah. And that is by getting Justin Trudeau in office. So good for you for saying that. We're going to continue talking about that in this show, every mm-hmm. single show until we're heard. Canadian Art Council I'm going to have on. I'm going to have MPs. I'm going to have MPPs. I'm going to have LMNOPs. Whoever. <laughs> um, and the big Trudeau, I will. Because, the big uh, Trudeau. Someone. The truth. Well, someone. I, think, I think a big problem too is we sort of as an industry and as a culture in Canada, we shortchange ourselves because, yeah, for sure, we have mm-hmm. the states right next door. and it's. Mm-hmm. But we, we need to stop thinking about it as if we're competing with that. We do still have 33 million potential audience in this country, mm-hmm. yeah. but we don't even try. We just go, well, we don't, we don't have the money in the audience that the states does. Stop trying to be that. Maybe we could keep some of our own people and here no, and create something. it doesn't even matter something. anymore. Yeah. It doesn't even matter anymore. You don't it have to be where it is. Exactly. Right. I could be here and Creating content 600 that... million people could be watching mm-hmm. just exactly. as easily. You know what's funny? Well, that's the great thing about the internet. But what's funny, just Canada, politically, <clears throat> we do so much to uh, keep our population going through immigration. Meanwhile, we can't keep the people we want here, like comedians. And maybe we don't represent 10% of the population or 20%. We, we are still part of the working population that are great 
people to have in Canada to pay taxes. Yeah, and there's other countries where it's totally cool that have less uh, people than we do, like places like I, I tour in Australia. It's only 22 million people, yeah. and that's a completely self-sustaining industry. Mm -hmm, but yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with we have the same accents as the Americans. Yeah. So it's like if we're if people are consuming content up here, and there's these this giant underneath us with 350 million people pumping yes. out all this amazing content. Yes. Um, you want to be in that mix too. So as a comic, you get to a certain point, you realize, okay, I can only make 40, 50 grand a year in my own country mm -hmm. and then once you leave and you come back every time I leave and come back I make about five grand more a year like that's wow. what happens because then they're like ooh he's been to right England. that is so like, true right. Amer American yeah. people go to LA and they come back even mm -hmm. though back from LA yeah they're yeah, back right? from LA American comics American yeah. comics like uh, credits like are always things that. they've done like he was on HBO <laughs> Canadians uh, credits are always places they've been like yeah. Yeah. he's <laughs> been to England he's been to Australia yeah. he's yeah. been to Hamilton Phil and I Hamilton. Sandra, Sandra Phil, and I, Phil and I create content. We're just trying to make a TV show, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but we were sitting in a pitch meeting, and the woman said to us, she's like, yeah, we've been in L.A. trying to bring showrunners back to Canada. Nice. And they didn't take our show. So nice. it's like, it's like you have to face. go to, but you have to go to America to for, for them yeah. to be like, hey, no, 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 we want you now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask you quickly before yeah. break, quickly, yeah. what's the number one thing that Trudeau or the Liberal Party or the government can do for comics to make things better for you? What do you want? Encourage private investors to really put their money into entertainment. Nice. Like in what way? Just saying, mean? hey, we can't rely on these council grants. Oh, we have to like pass everything through the government. Get your rich million dollar guys who are living on Lakeshore or in wherever they're living who are willing to take some risks with their millions of dollars instead of putting it yeah. into a steel company or a startup app company. Invest in this film, invest in this TV show, but, this radio on. station. I know a lot of those guys. Upon I, too. Go, I go to Harbor Whatever, 60 Steakhouse. Yeah. Me too. If we want to go get that money, let's go right now because they're all sitting yeah, on the patio. Yeah, we just, but, we just go and right? get a steak? No, but hang on. No, I'm going to show my cleavage, yo. I've asked those guys. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> Phil, I've been trying that for years. Show, that doesn't work. And I got good cleave. Um, so do I. You want to see mine? Here, here's the problem. Oh, my God. Nice titties. Here's the problem. They're, and they're hairy, just like Harry mine. Cleave is the new... Kevin, get this on yeah. camera. <laughs> they're just like mine. It's Hold a new on. show started. It's his new show that Phil has called Show Me Your Tits with Phil Lutzi. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Here, guys, yeah. here's the problem with investors. Yeah. There is perceived threat and risk. High, high risk. High risk is the best. Rich, really rich people love risk. Yeah, but it's how like much porn. money can you make if you're a promoter on a comedy show, which I know a guy who who's, wants to co-promote Inside Jokes Presents Tour. Um, there's how much money can you really make? I did the math with someone Millions. we both know, Sandra Andrew. But how much money is, is there a profit in this? You know, so yeah, but it's all about. But it's it's for like film and TV too, like content. There's yes. it's distribution. If you can get people to buy it, there's time. Yeah, okay. it's, it's like that's how Americans yeah. make their content is well, through Kevin private Hart. investment. Okay, we're gonna talk more on after the break on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM six forty. Show us your money. <laughs> I'm South African comedian Trevor Noah, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. And we're back on the show about comedy, and we're having a great discussion with Sandra Battellini, um, Phil Luzzi, and Brian O'Gorman about comedy in this country. And what we need is an influx of funds from private investors. Um, and I know a lot of you out there, I know you listen to AM 640, and what great reward it is for you to invest in in the arts, and particularly comedy and comedy tours. Um, there's great talent here who are all migrating to the U.S. 
Um, meanwhile, you could be part of it and be attached to some of the best. Wouldn't you personally love to have been the person who funded Austin Powers, Mike uh-huh, Myers' movie? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have that as your legacy. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that Canadian comics are putting together. Um, hey, isn't that better just, than owning like uh, like a lumber company? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. what you want your yeah. legacy yeah. to be? Yeah. And, also, and also, I keep hearing over and over and over again yeah. how everyone is starved for content. Yes. There's more platforms right. opening up every day yeah. right. and they're starved for content. And it's like, you know, it's it's just yeah. Get, there's we just need yes. investment to make this stuff. Yes, and uh, no we, barriers pe- to go to. It's easier for us to go to the UK yeah. than it is to go yes. to this neighbor of, down south. Brian or Gorman? Oh yeah, no, I, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's just I would just really appreciate if people um, invested in their own country. You know, like people talk about their yeah. national pride and all this, and everybody's mm-hmm. so happy to you know have uh, conversations about Harper and Trudeau and all this stuff. Uh, but I mean, when it comes down to it, culture is what. Uh, makes us a country and ma- gives us our individuality well, and we need it you know uh, trudeau on his platform made the arts part of the platform and cbc is part of it you know save mm-hmm. cbc and all that stuff now that's great for a public broadcaster um but that's and they the took old, a beating during the harper years for sure oh, yeah. but that really is the old model it is like network yes. tv like the cbc is too bound up in mandates yeah yes. and so sometimes the content is like what are we watching here mm-hmm. and we aren't protective of our own culture like you look at you look at quebec Mm-hmm. because they have this culture that they're preserving. Quebec has their own star yeah. system. They watch their own movies, Absolutely. their own TV shows, right? They Sugar Sammy is Sugar Sammy, yeah. yeah. Celebrities on them, yeah. I think yeah. the French comics have a union, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, they yeah. do. Isn't yeah. that crazy? We they have a, a whole... Yeah, they have their open tried. mics pay, like money seriously <laughs> they have a whole industry there yeah, people, they can afford to be sued for forty two thousand dollars. yeah yeah this guy's promise. like yes. like mike ward yes but that's the thing though like it makes no sense and you know what historic like from an historical perspective mm-hmm. i know that maybe this sounds nerdy like that's what my i studied in university and when we studied canadian culture like in canadian history mm-hmm. there was a very pervasive uh movement where canadian historians are like English Canada has an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. It always has. Yeah. They, never, yeah. they don't know who they are. Right. And Absolutely. this, and then you see Good how point. it permeates throughout the culture. Because mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, when we make a TV show, we got to set it in Alberta, mm-hmm. and people, you know, it, it, <laughs> nobody wants to watch. Okay, so yeah, so, yeah. Wait, let's be proactive. I, I think that's a great that's a great point. Like I had a prof in film school, same thing. He said the toughest thing you're going to do as a writer, as a screenwriter in mm-hmm. this country, is try and pinpoint what our identity is. Because mm-hmm. you think of the word America, you get a million images just streaming through your brain that we get. We in have ours, with. Beaver Tails, yeah, exactly, and like and maple syrup. hockey, Tim Hortons, yeah. the but that's weather. All you know, old and bullshit. It is, like, yeah. yeah. Our stories are just as good as they are. Yeah. Do you know, like even when we I would study history, everybody would be like, Canadian history is boring, and I'm like, no, it's not. Yes, actually, it's so interesting. It's yes. just it's just people coming to a country, getting shit done, and it's Here, all and I think, As Canadians, we're modest. That's the problem. We don't know how to yeah. promote stupid. ourselves like Americans. Yeah. Americans yes. make themselves like a bigger deal than they are. We have just as many good stories. We just don't know how to promote and it. And I think we, we buy into the cliches, too. Yeah. Like When we create our own content, we always had this bad habit, and the mm-hmm. CBC is a huge part of this, of just hitting people over the head with that hammer of like, yes. don't forget we're Canadian. Yeah. Now you watch Slapping stuff like... Slapping tails on her face. Yeah, mm-hmm. now you watch stuff like... <laughs> yeah. And it has, it's happening in comedy, too, thankfully. But look at... Uh, you know, one-hour procedurals and TV dramas like mm-hmm. Flashpoint, Rookie Blue, Orphan mm-hmm. Black. These are all shows that are now getting picked up in the states and simulcasting on yes. networks in the states. Yeah, because we can have shows based in Toronto mm-hmm. where it, we don't have to be punching people in the face yeah. every two right. seconds. Right, that There's... doesn't have to be about hockey. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, so, so just uh, to clarify, at just for laughs, I was at the pitch. 
party that yeah. Kevin Hart had for his new network called Laugh Out Loud. He had 10 people pitching, one of which, Amish Patel, who love I love him. so much. Mm-hmm. Me too. So proud of that yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, and we're going to have him on the show. And, and Kevin, after seeing the pitches, was going to pitch two or pick up two. He ended up taking all of them. I saw that. Yeah. What a prince. How I was sitting beautiful. there screaming. I was in front row screaming, Amish, oh my God. And his agent was four rows behind going, okay, calm the F down. And But it, what an exciting moment. But Kevin knew enough that he wants content. That's an American thing to do. He's yeah. so smart. And so. But he's so full of joy, though. I mean, you, know, yes, you know what I mean? Like positive. he's just seems yeah. like a positive guy who's just like, I'm going to make everybody happy. Like, and that's. He remembers how hard it is at the beginning. And so he goes to his roots. So does Russell Peters. So does so many of these guys who've made it go back to their roots to give a little helping hand to those people starting out. And the the funny thing thing is, he's not not even from here. In one day at a Canadian festival, Kevin Hart supported more Canadian content than that entire festival. That's amazing. That's a tweetable. That's tweetable, bro. It's true. And you know what? And also, yeah. Go, Sandra, go. No, the other, point, the other point that I made in the article, too, was like, you know, everyone's like, the arts are not profitable. Well, neither is mining and oil and gas. If you look at the sheer amount of government subsidy, the amount of money we yeah. pump into these extraction industries, it's insane. Yeah. So, so for investors, I'm going to tell you one thing. So, for example, Game of Thrones cost $6 million to produce an episode. Mm-hmm. And Netflix is pumping their money behind stand-up shows because of the low cost of production yeah. and the yeah. high return. The comedy genre is making money like there's no other. I up. talk about this with the higher-ups here at Chorus all the time in our TV division because Chorus just acquired a bunch of television stations. And a lot of things I talk about is the kind of great return. This is what the big broadcasters want to hear. This is what investors want to hear and we're a publicly traded company here at chorus so let's talk our language comedians if you want to get picked up talk their language talk low costs and talk great returns and you know what your content you guys know it doesn't cost a lot because when you have your level of talent (laughs) and like comics do you have a very unique varied high high talent compared to other artists out there Um, and might I add musicians even maybe I'm sorry to say that Um, you can hire like a (laughs) Sandra and Phil and Mike there's a Brian there's three of you you know a band might be six and then plus all that music and stuff so investors invest in comedy contact us at Inside Joke 640, and we're gonna we're gonna talk more about this uh, at Cruiser Comedy. Uh, we're gonna plug these guys because that's part of this after the break on Inside Jokes Talk Radio yeah. AM 640. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> Sandra Carusi back on Inside Jokes, you know, and Phil Luzzi, what an idea. He said, because I said, Porter Airlines, Julian Lowe, I want to say hello to you because I know you're a big comedy fan. And wouldn't it be great, Phil, go. If we had specific short haul flights where there'd be like a stand up show on the way there. And you'd know that when you bought your tickets, you're like, book this flight with so and so. Pretzels, <laughs> yeah. free wine, and, and comedy. Phil and Sandra. Yeah. Pop, and Brian. Well, we were talking about too, you know, like it's got to be a short flight, right? Yeah. Because yeah. if it's a long flight and you bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and again, but, but, but you can't say can't say bomb after you bomb. Yeah, you no. can't bomb that on a plane. Yeah, That's you like, can't. You, you oh can't my god, kill. I'm bombing. <laughs> Yeah, but listen, oh that's a can't great be idea. razor sharp either, guys. We're <laughs> <laughs> you know, and another thing I want to invite you all to be part of my um, 
comedians in cars driving cancer patients because that's a big oh, project nice. I'm working on. Oh. And there I was, front row at the Kevin Hart pitch, and there was the, the Q&A, and didn't I not go and say it to him? And I feel like a tool. So I'm going to plug myself. Comedians in cars driving cancer patients. Uh, uh, one in five cancer patients in Ontario can't get to their appointments. And uh, there's oh. a lot of non-medical costs. Uh, so me and a comic, I hope uh, you guys will be one of them. Yeah. Go pick oh, yeah. up Absolutely. the patient. Yeah. And make them laugh on the way. And uh, and we make their life a little That's easier. Cool. And a... bring money to it. Uh, the Wheels of Hope cost $6 million, the Canadian Cancer Society. We need volunteers and we need money. So uh, I want a little plug for that. Because I do it to Kevin Hart. I love you guys. Plug me. Tell me where you're going to be, Sandra Bettolini. Oh, um, I'm going to be at the uh, Poor Boy tonight on, on College Street. I don't know if I've got No, this be- is airing Sunday. Sorry. Remember, oh, this okay. Is- August 15th, I'll be in Pickering. There you go. Where? Um, just on the street somewhere in Pickering on the 401. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I don't even know the we'll name of the show. We'll go back to you. <laughs> I'm uh, Tuesday night comedy at the Orchard. Where is that? I don't know. That's on Lore. I just said yes to the show. Know where you play? Lore and Dufferin. I know, but Lore and Dufferin. Thank you. Brian O'Gorman, where are you going to be? All right, uh, the month of August. All the month of August, I'm touring uh, with uh, Kate Trevor Wilson, who's Squirrely Dan from Letterkenny, and my friend Ryan Denis. It's a tour called Sex, Drugs, and Comedy, and we'll be all through uh, a bunch of different places in Ontario, uh, small towns, big towns, Toronto, Hamilton, Montreal, Kingston, a bunch of places. I love it. Uh, Amazing. uh, Dean Youngish. Oh, come on out uh, every Tuesday night down to Cherry Cola's at Queen and Bathurst here in Toronto. For Who's there August comedy. 9th? Who's there? You're there August oh, 9th. I'm it's coming the, to uh, oh, It's the Napa Du Bois yeah, show. Nepa. It's all, la- all but ladies. But I want boys oh, really? to Because yeah. I'm going to get boned after. Okay. And then uh, Thunder Bay. I'll be in <laughs> Thunder Bay. Can I be Bay on that show shows. if I show my cleave? We got a few yeah. things You can, yeah. What? What? Tell me. Um... Oh, yeah. So I host a show on the Danforth last Tuesday of the month called the Party Time Comedy Hour. And Phil Luzzi and I uh, have a show called Nitarati. It's a web series. And I love stay it. Tuned. Check it out on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And September 14th, I'm going to be in Brantford, a part of Belly Laughs. It's an Inside Jokes Presents uh, with my b- friend Robert Beckham and a lot of talented women out in Brantford. So I want you to look into that. Uh, please contact us at Inside Joke 640. Um, please check out live comedy all the time. It's a great night out with your partner. That way you don't have to talk to them. Everybody's in a good mood. <laughs> Go home and have sex, finally. Um, do that. Uh, Bullhorn Comedy at the Black Bull. I want to promote that. And Yuck Yucks, Second City, Corner uh, Comedy Bar. Yeah. Uh, corner Comedy and the Comedy Bar. Always stuff going on. Check it out. I'm Sandra Carusi. Thanks for joining Yay. us. Yay. Yay. Love you, Sandra Bettolini, Phil Luzzi, and Brian O'Gorman. How about Dean Young, Hakeem thank Optical. you. Oh, go for it. Oh, yeah. Your eyes can't have it all. <laughs> Hakeem Optical. Thank you, Hakeem. Thank you, Hakeem Optical, for supporting live comedy. Hi, I'm Teggy Tom. And I'm Tevin the Intern. And this is your weekly listings for the week of August 7th. Monday, Alt Comedy Lounge at the Rivoli. On Tuesday, you've got a comedy on college at the Poor Boy Pub. Wednesday, check out the Absolute Pro-Am at Absolute Comedy. Thursday, you've got Laugh Sabbath at the Comedy Bar. Friday, SAS Comedy Presents. Tap that at Pink Cabin. And, of course, you got Junction Comedy Fridays at the Magic Oven. There's a new show at Second City. It's called Come What Mayhem. That's starting August 16th. Sunday, you've got the Skechersons live at the Comedy Bar. Russell Peters is going to be at the Coliseum and Rama from the 26th to the 28th. And Tom, those are your weekly comedy listings. And now time for your weekly comedy RX this week with Brian O'Gorman. Because you know, a big, big thing of it is, yeah, he wants to put a wall between our brothers and sisters in Mexico and the U.S. of Off. 
Yeah. Him and two other senators want to put a wall between Canada and America. I'm sorry, what the f*** do, we, do you think we need from you? Yeah, we're going to run in there and steal all your debt. Give us what you owe China. I was like, you know what, us in Mexico, Canada and Mexico, we're good at this point. America, you want to close yourselves off, you want to build walls, you go ahead and do it. You know what we're going to do? We're going to build a bridge over top of America from Canada to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. The Mexicanadiana Freedom and Salsa Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll have a glass floor so you can see how much fucking fun we're having without you. That's right. Everybody just smoking joints and pouring maple syrup on big Latin booties. Awesome. And you could always uh, contact us here. I want to thank uh, producer Vince Tedesco and our technical producer, Tom. Contact us at uh, Instagram or Twitter at InsideJoke640 on Facebook. and uh, Or check out my website, SandraCruci.com. Thanks for listening each week on the world of comedy here on Inside Jokes. Talk radio, AM 640.